Welcome back to Old Cove. I'm Lewis Abernathy, and I'm dead. Who killed me? Well, that's a question I don't even have the answer to. Lucky for me, we have a new lieutenant at Old Cove Police Department, and he's looking to make an impression. We begin our episode at the Old Cove Police Department in Drake Fellows' office. Drake Fellows is new to Old Cove. He's only been in Old Cove for about six months. Drake moved here after the murder of his wife, Abigail, in the event he still blames himself for. He spent the last six months trying to escape the past, which is why no one in town knows a lot about him. But we all know you could never escape your past. It always finds a way to haunt you. Why won't you leave me alone? Abigail, an apparition, appears in the room, leans close to Drake, and whispers in his ear. It's simple, Drake. You murdered me. I tried to save you. I'm so sorry. Your sorry won't bring me back now, will it? If you had just stayed with me, I'd still be alive. But everyone else was always more important than your wife. Please leave me alone. I'll never leave you as you left me. You knew I was in trouble, yet you still left me all alone. I thought you'd be safe. I wasn't, and if my soul can't rest in peace, neither will yours. Drake takes a deep breath and answers the phone. (sighs) Fellows here. Drake's expression turns immediately to shock. I'll be right there. Drake hurries out of his house and makes his way to 1105 Evergreen Terrace. I wouldn't hold my breath on him being the one to solve my murder. Meanwhile, over in the Old Cove Historical District, we head to Lily Reef's apartment. Here's a little bit about the Old Cove Historical downtown area. It's nothing but old buildings turned into apartments and clothing shops. It's the area all the cool kids like to live in because it's the cool thing to do. Lily Reef, my son Lawrence's significant other, is one of those cool kids. She's a beautiful, confident woman who knows what she wants and isn't afraid to go after it. Lily has just entered the apartment when she notices a figure sitting on her couch. Ah! What in the hell are you doing here, Elena? It's nice to see you too, dear. I was passing through, love. I thought I'd check in on you. Elena Wilsoncraft, Lily's aunt, finishes replying her dark ruby red lipstick and closes her compact mirror. The Wollstonecraft family was once one of the wealthiest families in Old Cove. But like most of my enemies, they got in over their heads trying to overpower me. Now, she lives for the glory days of having power. Look, he did it! Lily holds out her hand to show off her engagement ring. While the light catches it just right, It sparkles. Elena's face shows no emotion. She gets 
up off the couch and moves over to Lily, grabs her hand, and gets a closer look at the ring. I suppose congratulations are in order? Now, don't overexert yourself with excitement. Have you set a date for this joyous day? We just got engaged. You're getting a little ahead of yourself. Moving over to a mirror on the wall, Elena puckers up her lips, emulating a kiss to herself. I would get married as soon as possible. You don't want to lose Lawrence. Why, you haven't forgotten what we've talked about, have you? No, I haven't. I'll come over tomorrow and we can start planning. The sooner you get married, the better. We don't want to lose any more time. I actually wanted to talk about the plan with you. It's Lawrence. Well, answer it. She answers as Lena is still looking at herself in the mirror. Lawrence, is something wrong? Lena's demeanor changes once she hears the fear in Lily's voice. Lily drops the phone away from her ear. She has a worried expression on her face. Is something wrong? I've got to go. Lawrence needs me. Lily opens the door trying to get out, but Elena stops her. Remember the plan, Lily. I haven't forgotten, Elena. Elena watches as Lily rushes off to Lawrence. As Lily exits, she closes the door behind her. She better not mess this up for me. I've waited far too many years for my revenge. (laughs) Back inside the Abernathy Manor, the good-looking Lieutenant Fellows enters the living room. He has his hands crossed and a blank stare on his face. You know, the one where he's either having a deep thought or not in thought at all. He can't really tell the difference. And for the moment, Drake enters. Sawyer, my youngest son, can't take his eyes off of him. Sawyer waits a few minutes while Drake goes over the scene. Once Drake looks like he's finished, Sawyer rushes over to Drake. Drake, I'm so glad you're here. Sawyer thought I knew nothing of his relationship with Lieutenant Fellows. Oh, how he was wrong. Sawyer is exactly like his mother, always trying to keep secrets from me. Drake moves over to my body, and he scans the room looking for clues that would lead him to my killer. You're not going to find any. Drake then goes back to questioning my family. Who discovered the body? I did. It's nothing to be excited about, Sawyer. I'm just trying to help. Any bit of information you might have will help with the investigation. When you found your father's body, was he alone? Yes. When I entered the room, he was just laying there. More investigators enter. They start by taking crime scene photographs of my body and finish by bagging what they think is evidence. They finish and carry my body away. And just like that, I would be nothing more than a distant thought to my family now. At least until the reading of my will, I'm sure. I'm going to find your father's killer. We'll see about that. And why do you say that? Drake's left eyebrow raises. I've never seen an eyebrow raise that high before. 
the police in this town, let's just say they're incompetent. Well, that was Ben. I'll be in touch. And no one. Leave town. Kellen and Lawrence roll their eyes. Soria is still drooling over Lieutenant Fellows. Lieutenant Fellows leaves our house with a smile on his face. Did he already have an idea of who my killer was? I highly doubt it. As Lieutenant Fellows leaves, Lily Reef enters. Why is she here? Lily ignores Sawyer and hurries over to Lawrence. Someone killed her father. Lewis is dead? What happened? Father was shot. Oh, give me a break. It's not like you liked the man, Lily. To be fair, did anyone like Lewis Abernathy? Fair enough. You can think what you want, Sawyer, but I do think of all of you as family. You don't have to explain yourself, Lily. Sawyer's just being Sawyer. Harley, our maid, enters the living room. She looks around at everyone questionably, and then down at the floor. Harley covers her mouth when she sees the puddle of dry blood on the carpet. Sawyer goes over to Harley and pulls her with him into the kitchen. Lawrence's phone starts to vibrate, and he pulls it out of his pocket and looks at the screen. I need to take this call. I'll be right back. Kellen and Lily are alone. Kellen's eyes noticed how the light reflects off of Lily's ring. It must be that 40 carat diamond she was wearing. Lily glances towards Kellen and notices he was looking at her ring finger. She hurries and places her hand in her pocket. There's no reason to hide it, Lily. I've already seen it. I should have taken it off before I came over. Lawrence and I wanted to tell the whole family as one. I'm happy for you. Thanks. No one else knows, so promise me you won't tell Lawrence that you know already. We planned on telling everyone tomorrow, but I think we should wait for a more appropriate time to start announcing our engagement. That's probably for the best. Lawrence enters the room, surprising them both. Lawrence gives them a suspicious look, knowing he just walked in on a moment. What's for the best? I was just telling Kellen that for the time being, you should all try and get along as a family. Now is not the time to start fighting. We weren't fighting. I know this family. I'm sure there was fighting. I just don't want any of you making yourself look guilty of a murder I know you didn't commit. I'm going to head on home. Will you be okay? I'll be fine. Kellen simply smiles as he exits Abernathy Manor. Lawrence kisses Lily on the forehead and smiles at his lovely bride-to-be. Why are you always so nice to my brother? Is there something going on between the two of you I should know about? A little later at Abernathy Manor in Lawrence's room. Lawrence and Lily are getting ready to retire for the night. As they discuss their upcoming plans for their wedding, conversation turns to Kellen. I think we should really have a spring wedding. I love that time of year. The flowers are blooming and everything is so fresh. It would be perfect. That sounds perfect. But you still haven't answered my question. Why are you so nice to Kellen? I guess I just feel bad for the guy. You or your father never give him a break. It's because he will never amount to his full potential. 
Or that's what father would say. <sighs> Let's not argue. It's been a hard day on all of you. Let's not make it any worse by arguing over pointless things. Lawrence and Lily climb into bed and snuggle up against each other. Then Lily sits up, looks at Lawrence with a troubling expression. What is it? Do you think it's safe to stay here? Perfectly. Get some rest. Tomorrow's a new day, and it's going to be quite a day, I'm sure. Lawrence smiles, kisses Lily on the lips, and turns off the light. Over at Drake Fellow's house in the living room. The moment Drake enters his house, he knows his wife Abigail would continue to haunt him. Abigail was a beautiful woman in life, and she was still just as beautiful in death. However, now, he was surrounded by the shimmery white light. I guess till death do us part only applies to some marriages. Solve the case? Not in the mood, Abigail. Then go to the doctor. Maybe he can give you something that will make the voices go away. Or perhaps he could lock you in a padded cell and then we could always be together. Doesn't that sound wonderful? You don't know how much it hurts me that I couldn't save you. If only you cared as much about me as I did for you. Your job came first, your boy toys second, and I was last. And that ended up costing me my life. You know that's not true. I loved you. Please tell me what you want. <laughs> what? You don't know? You've been haunting me for months. I even moved to Old Cove to just try and escape you. Why, Abigail? Why? Abigail smiles and then vanishes. Who killed me? Better question, does anyone care that I was murdered? Or are they too wrapped up in their own pathetic lives to even think twice about me? Our story will continue with the next episode of Tomorrow's A New Day. Thank you.